Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Whoa, you guys realize what we could do? I don't want to go on any more of your crazy Goonie adventures. But who doesn't want to go on a crazy Goonie adventure, huh? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Forever Fangirls podcast. I'm Sheila Amato and you can find me and my wife on our website at foreverfangirls.com. And I am Kimberly Amato, and you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Forever Fan Pod. Same handle, three socials. We are your hosts, and we're glad you can join us for another nostalgia versus novelty episode. Yeah, that's right. This one is kind of one of my favorites of all time. <laughs> she gives so, me the side eye. As you've heard from the intro, and if, if you could tell that trailers have changed <laughs> over the years, uh, that is basically the trailer for the 1985 cult classic Goonies. Well, it's the Goonies, technically. But. Well, yeah. And it's my first time to see it. Mm-hmm. So I've been waiting for this one. I just want to point out, I've been waiting for a very, very long time. I've been asking you to see this forever I when know. it's been on TV anytime. And you're always like, well, you know, they're five minutes already aired. Let's watch something else. So, uh, no, it's like towards the middle of the film and I don't want to start <sighs> there. So anyway, this is my first time seeing it. And uh, we're going to see if I agree with Kimmy or not. Mm-hmm. Um if you haven't seen Goonies yet, please be aware that you will be spoiled if you listen past the banter music. So, you're doing the 80s thing, huh? I'm doing the 80s music. Anyway, um, yeah, so I know that you're glad that we're finally seeing this. Yeah, this has been on our list for a very, very long time. Yeah, and I actually saw the other day on Watch Mojo a video that does a Where Are They Now episode of the Ooh. actors who were in Goonies. So I, I thought that that would be cute to actually include that in our show notes page. So, Yes, my wife is leaving me with more work. Uh, really? I love you. It's, I think it ties in, so I it think it's does, good. It does, and it's adorable, so I will, I will put it in there. Yeah. So for now, let's get walking down memory lane and discuss the Goonies. Very short banter. Yes, very short. So, so is this where I start doing the summary from Google? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Old-fashioned yarn. About a band of adventurous kids who take on the might of a property-developing company, which plans to destroy their home and build a country club. When the kids, ooh, children, discover an old pirate map in the attic, they follow it to an underground cabin in search of lost treasure, but come up against plenty of dangerous obstacles along the way. Actually, a cavern, but this. That's fine. They went down oh, the hole. cavern? <laughs> they went down the hole. You know, every time, every time you say something like that, I think of Tiny Tombs where I know. Plucky Duck would flush yes. something and it goes, toot, toot, go down the hole. Uh-huh. Toot, toot, came back. <laughs> That's why I'm like, wait, they, they were not in a cabin. They actually went down a hole. Cabin in the woods. Ooh. Okay. Anyway. So from the novelty side, let's just jump right in, shall yeah, we? Yeah, I just want to point out my wife's got like a page well, novelty stuff. Look, it's it's new to me, and I know, so I know. I'm I'm writing ah. down notes about my thoughts about this movie. Mm-hmm. And so for the cast, I was actually pleasantly surprised to mm-hmm. see a lot of 
actors that I've seen in other films, and naturally they were older in the films, right? So these are the younger versions of themselves, like Sean Astin from Lord of the Rings, or Josh, snap your fingers, Brolin. Yeah, no. No? No? Oh, come on! Um, Let's see, who else is in this? Um, Joe Pantoliano from Bound and The Matrix, Mm -hmm. and Ki-Hui Kwan from Every, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yep. So I thought that was and like his really. His entertainment cool. lawyer is the actor who played Chunk. Uh, is that right? Yeah. Oh well, look at that. You know, come full, full circle. circle. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, the as we were watching it, a lot of the lines that were iconic here, where you kept saying, "Oh, this is such a great line." You know, like Goonies never die. That's, never say die. Oh, Goonies never say die. See. <sighs> I mangled that up, didn't I? <laughs> uh, anyway. There's going to be a lot of that, I have a feeling. Oh, my goodness. Come on. My personal favorite, though, is when they were playing the piano, the piano mm-hmm. bones, that, uh, who was it that was saying that? Was it Andy? Mm-hmm. Who said, I hit the wrong note. I'm not Liberace, you know. It's like, oh, I like Liberace. So, no, no bones about it. See, that's where you hit that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else I smell ice cream Nuff that said. was hysterically funny because I really started craving ice cream after you said it <laughs> and I'm like ooh I wonder if there's midnight cookies and cream oh my goodness see. cookie dough cookie dough yes cookie dough. I, I'm there with you what else it's our time down here mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. their time up there huh he's looking up well it's Troy's time up there it's their time up there it's our time down here oh alright wow wow I mean, I always took that as you have to find your moments and hold on to them. Don't let somebody else deviate your path. Mm. You know, you need to know when it's your time. Keep fighting for your time because if that moment comes, take it, run with it. Just because you're scared or you, you're out of your element, don't let someone else push you outside of where your moment is. Don't let them take it away from you. And that's when like Troy gets the bucket and has the, the mm-hmm. sweater on. He goes, Andy, you goonie. Like that's an insult first off, but mm-hmm. she's not conforming. She finally saw the light. Yeah. Ha ha. Um, the, the reason why I know that quote is because it was on your license plate border. It's like, mm-hmm. it's our time. Yeah. My so license like, plate border was a variation of that. Yeah. And I, I never understood what that meant. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm like, oh, all right. Now it makes sense. Right. I. Although I think I, I should get reference. one now that says Goonies never say, say, die. <laughs> yeah, because eventually Goonies will die, right? Well, I mean... They're human. It's the essence of what the Goonies no, are. I, I know that. I'm just being playful with you, and you're, you're not responding. So let's, let's, let's move on. Um, I thought that there were a lot of good themes in the movie. Okay. Right? Like, not judging someone for their looks. Like, everybody was afraid of sloth. Sloth was like in the dungeon he was chained to the wall mm-hmm. um but you know chunk finally like spent time with him and understood him so it's like a microcosm of society as a whole it's like don't judge someone just by their looks get to know them get yeah. to understand where they're coming from and he and still then, loved his mama and wanted to help his mama but he he loved chunk too yeah and chunk's the one who showed him kindness and and listened to him and ends up taking care of him and he chunk has to move in with his family yeah tear so i i thought that that was really a great message there right um and that community is important right the community actually you know towards the end banded together and like no you're not taking our town 
the Goonies are outsiders. I totally get that, that they're basically not the quote, end quote, cool kids. Mm-hmm. But they're their own little community, and they go on adventures together. That's the whole idea of the find, found family aspect, mm-hmm. if you think about it. I mean, yeah. in the beginning, let's be honest, Andy, Steph, and Brand really don't like Mike Mouth Junk Data. Mm. They're like, ugh. You know, well, they're also younger, right? They're yeah, older but they're kids. younger and they're annoying. And, you know, Bran's constantly taking care of his brother because of his asthma. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the normal sibling rivalry. They're not groups that would necessarily hang out together. And they find common ground, which if people actually sit down and talk to one another, they will find that they can find common ground and compromise. What a novel idea. Wow. <laughs> the one thing that really... I think drove home for me in the, in this movie is that kids are actually more intuitive and smarter than we give them credit for, right? Yeah. I guess it's because you you want to keep kids as innocent as possible for as long as possible, but as they grow and they get experience and they get exposed to a lot of different things, they sometimes will figure things out much faster than adults. Yeah, they don't I don't think they in general might know the root cause or the reason. Yeah. They can always tell something's off. Yeah. And I think the kids also have this more innate sense to follow their intuition, much more so than adults do. Well, because adults have a lot of fear baked into Mm -hmm. that, whereas children have no fear. I mean, let's be honest. If you and I came across the map and we're doing a treasure hunt and then found that itty bitty little hole that goes in the underground. Yeah, I'd be like, uh, nope. I'd be like, I love you. I love you so, so much. Why don't we give this to people that, you know, will help us and that are adventurous and aren't claustrophobic? And, you know, I mean, hello, there was a dead guy underneath there. Yeah. Chester Copperpot. I I mean, I, I liken this to my own experience where I was in California and I did not know anybody in New York. And I said, you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm going to go to New York because I wanted to attend Columbia. And if that happened any later, I probably would not have come here. Why? Because of the fear, the fear baked in there that Mm. I'm like, oh, I don't have a place to stay. And I didn't at the time. I'm like, you know what? Throw caution to the wind. This is what I want. I'll figure it out as I go. Now it's like, okay, I need to know exactly where we're going, what what's mapped out and what we're going to do before I do anything. I think you have more of a balance now than you did Possibly. I mean, because I, I wouldn't even at younger age, like, no. Move cross country? Yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't, like, to be honest, even now in my life, it's, it's only because I've been with you that I'm open to new ideas and new thoughts. I'm very, I don't want to go there. I don't know how I'm getting there. I don't know anybody there. I don't know what's going on. I don't want to travel. Like taking a 10-hour airplane flight to go to a destination? No? <sighs> no. That, that's not, it's not, because my fear of flying is so strong that it's it's really difficult for me to get past the fears. You know, flying for me is is so it's like it's like crawling into that little fireplace hole mm. into the underground. I'm terrified to be underground. That's why I'll never go cave diving. Mm. And see, and I can see myself if I was young enough, I would probably would go down that hole. Now I wouldn't. And so what's funny is as a kid I would have been like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> And I'd be like, come on, let's go. But Where's again, the cancers, cancers are old souls, aren't they? Cancer crabs. Yes. So that kind of fits for me. And for me, I'm like a Sagittarius who like, okay, let's go. In truth, though, if I had my brothers around me, they would have lowered me down into that hole kicking and screaming. Just be like, what's going on down there? You're the smallest. Oh, come on. You fit. I would have been screaming. I'm going to tell mom. 
Yeah, and then but, alerted alerted the bad guys that you were down there. The bad guys weren't around yet. <laughs> they were upstairs. Uh, well, anyway. That, that actually leads me into my next point, which is resourcefulness will actually serve you well because they were resourceful to try to find different avenues when things weren't working right. You know, they were following the map. They were like, oh, all right, let's let's do this. Well, it also took, again, the communication and the compromise of talking to one another because certain people had aspects and could do things that other people couldn't. Like Data understood that if those people kept following them, they were getting too close. You know, Andy needed more time, so he, like, looped up the, the, uh, the uh, tree trunk. Mm-hmm. You know, that was his resourcefulness. He had the, the fist um, boxing glove thing. You know, they all had an aspect... Poor Steph they losing together. her glasses. God, I, I just listened to Steph and I'm like, yep, I know what that was like, losing your glasses or having mm. someone break your glasses and you can't see anything. Mm. It's horrible. I felt so bad. Yeah. Um, and I guess the biggest thing, theme anyway here, is that greed essentially is the root of all evil, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, um, what was that family's name? Fratelli? The, mm-hmm. the, the Fratellis. The Fratellis. You know, they came across the treasure... And they wanted all of it for themselves, which caused the booby trap to to. They took I it from, from One-Eyed Willie. Yeah, because remember, um, Mikey goes, "No, no, that's Willie's." Yeah. So the the point is that they they wanted it all, mm-hmm. and because so they, they wanted it. it all, they activated it, and they end up losing it all. Mm-hmm. They didn't have anything, and then Mikey, with his marble bag, had all of the jewels to basically buy the town back. Yeah. I mean, granted, it wouldn't be enough now, but... I, but you know what? This was the 80s. Yes. So I, it was enough. You know, it it really is such a poignant line, though, because it's still... When you keep taking, 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 eventually mm-hmm. you're going to lose it all because whatever you're taking from is going to collapse. Yeah. And that is perfect because they set off the booby trap and the wall collapses, allowing the, the pirate ship, ship to, to leave. Yeah. So it's just... It was really timely... If you think about it, mm-hmm. because the 80s, there was a lot going on. And it was it's the decade still, of excess. Yeah. It was also where a lot of things changed that are now coming to fruition in a negative way. Mm. So there was a lot of things done that basically brought walls down, which were put up to protect people. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff like that. So the thing that really got me with that theme is that the more we use like our natural resources, the more we exhaust it. Mm-hmm. And if we if we're not careful, and you know, that's where climate change is coming, and and you know we only have one Earth. There is no planet B. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was food for thought for me at least. The line is so simple, but yet so effective across a variety of things. Yeah. Um, a few laugh out loud moments for me, specifically when Sloth just opened up his shirt <laughs> and it was the Superman T-shirt, and with hey, the, I was like. You <laughs> now i i really did laugh at that i'm like ah yeah um let's see the other laugh out loud moment that i remember was steph when she was saying i feel like i'm babysitting and not getting paid and i'm like yeah i get that are we gonna go into your bed now because <laughs> because i'm 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 ready with my response <sighs> are you mm-hmm. okay so the reason why I do bring that up is because I did feel like a babysitter watching children screaming all over the place. <laughs> really? That's your response? A raspberry, yes. <laughs> That's very mature. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 
Yeah, it it was very hard for me to get into the movie because it just felt like they were screaming their dialogue at each other. And maybe that was the point, but it was very, very hard for me to just listen. It was grating my nerves. I think if the technology had been more advanced, like if it had been shot today, it might have had a better uh, sound quality to separate the channels. Maybe. So that they could lower some channels when people were speaking. Because to be honest, if you are underground and you are screaming because you've got the Fatellis coming at you with guns and the floor is dropping because the piano is going, there's going to be a lot of screaming. No, and that I understand, right? Certain scenes that was definitely warranted. But I'm trying to say is it's through the whole film. They're kids. Their families are about to be uprooted and left. They're never going to see each other again. And then they find a treasure map. and And the whole point of Chunk is that he talks over everybody. From my perspective, that's how I viewed it. I viewed it as a gaggle of children screaming and yelling, trying to get their way because everything is changing tomorrow. There's no next day. Next day for them. Yeah, they're moving everywhere. Yeah, Um, that was one. And then the other thing was that the booby traps hearkened to Indiana Jones too much for me. And, and, you know, Indiana Jones... And um, what was it? The Temple of Doom, I think. It came out in 81, and this came out in 85. So because this was Steven Spielberg, right, you you see um, echoes of that in, in Goonies. And I was just like, huh, okay. Kind of a... Really? You're really arguing that there was too many booby traps? Uh, when yes. they kept saying booty traps... But it was booby traps. Come on. I had actually told you it's kind of like an Indiana Jones for kids. I don't remember you saying that. I just remember Mm. you saying, we Mm. need to watch this. This is a good film. We need to watch. And maybe that's why my expectations were like really high. I I think, number one, it's Steven Spielberg and it's... And it's kids. It's it's kids, but it's also a treasure hunt. So there's going to be booby traps. I was about to say booty. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be booby traps. And I think, to be honest, Indiana Jones, I think the problem here isn't that it it hearkened to it. I think Indiana Jones was so good and so different, and it had such a impression that to see anything after that, it will automatically remind you of it. Mm. And maybe that was it, because I had seen Indiana Jones. I think you've seen all of them, except for the not, Crystal not- Skull one. I know that there, I know I have not watched all of it, but... I remember absolutely watching the um, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, and that was just phenomenal for me. So I, you know, great. It's just <sighs> okay, okay. I will I will give that to you. Um, the other couple of things that didn't sit well with me is an older girl kissing a kid. Now I know that that was probably for you know the the humor back then, and that it was cool, but. For me, I guess it's, it didn't, I think it's it, still being done because you know boys are really cool if they kiss an, an older, older woman. woman. I I'm just saying that it did this in this movie just didn't sit well with me. It was unnecessary. Yeah, I mean they could have edited out completely. Yes, they could have, but again, you know it's I will, part I will and parcel of the yeah. whole thing. I don't know if it was the time though because I don't. I'm trying to think of other films where I'd seen that and I don't remember any. So. I don't know. Again, this was 1985, mm-hmm. right? A different time, different era, different different everything. I will say, though, your next point, and I don't want to take it away from you, but no, your next ahead. point 
bothered me now and bothered me then because I was a heavy set kid. Yeah, the the whole you know I know that it's the standard in air quotes where you know you you make fun of the chunky kid. I mm-hmm. mean his his nickname is Chunk, yeah. right? And they're making him you know do his belly the, the shake shuffle, or whatever. Or yeah, and I, I maybe it was funny to them, but it wasn't. I didn't think that that was necessary, and I actually was a little turned off by it. Yeah, it's, I mean, he's the one that says, I smell ice cream. Yeah, but I mean, I smell ice cream. Yeah, I know. So certain aspects you could tease and and laugh with Mm -hmm. because they were so innocuous, but I did, and it still does bother me because I was that heavyset kid, and I was bullied greatly because of it, Mm -hmm. and um, it messes with you. So every Mm -hmm. time I saw this, even as a kid, I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, for me, was the biggest flaw in the film. Yeah. So those are my thoughts about the film mm-hmm. from the novelty side. Do you have any thoughts on the nostalgic side? Well, listen, y'all. Really? Sheila's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, no, you're not sorry. I love you. I do. And I, I know. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry about what I said. <laughs> Don't lose your head. Sorry, we saw a Broadway musical six, and that's that's one of the songs. I I'm really struggling with your views. Okay. And I respect them and I understand where they're coming from because you're seeing it so later. I will tell you one hundred percent emphatically the nostalgia holds up. Okay. Emphatically. Um I laughed at all the same points I laughed at as a kid. I relish it. Um I have a t-shirt that literally says Goonies never say die. Yes. And that's the, well, <laughs> you, not, you, you can't say that's the only reason you knew the line. You didn't know the line. I know, but Goonies never die. But <laughs> Goonies I, I, never uh, say die. I know. I keep missing the say. I don't know what it is. Wow. But I do remember that shirt. Yeah. Um, you always wear it. I do. I love that shirt. And, and then you have my friend Michelle and I, she has a shirt as well. And, and we're the Goonies, the two of us. And, I guess I'm never joining your troop then. And I mean, we have friends who are our goonies. Like we all were the goonies. We're adults and we're like, we're goonies. <laughs> I know it sounds dorky, but it just means that we've always, no matter where we are in the country, I know she's got my back. I've got hers. We're goonies. We never say die. We keep going. We keep fighting. We keep moving forward. You know, you can try to knock us down. You can try to bury us underground and we're still going to dig our way out and we're still going to fight and we're still going to go. And that is what the Goonies have meant to me. Okay. So it's it's hard for me to see it from your perspective because for me, Goonies got me through a lot of tight stuff because I would just say, Goonies never say that. I keep going. Goonies never say that. And it really is such a mantra and such an iconic line that it never will die. Okay. And that's totally fine. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to fight with you. No, I, I, I know you're not. I know you're very passionate about this movie. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was that I saw it later in life. And it doesn't hold the same effect for me as it does for you. It could also be that, you know, where you are in your life upon seeing it. I mean, not just your age per se, but also when I was a kid and I did see it, I was at a a lower place in my life Mm. so that since it did help me and it was a positive reinforcement for me, it became that go-to when everything would go. And even like, again, even now in my life, I've been hit with a lot of ups and downs these last few years. And I don't want to go into any of it except that I would reflect back on you and lean on you, but also Goonies never say die. You know, people are wrong. 
And when they're wrong, you have to find a way to fight through it. When you're wrong, you have to find a way to educate yourself and fight through it. Mm-hmm. That's that's the only options. And and that's totally fine. It's just maybe there are other movies for me that gave me that same, you know, you got to keep moving forward. Um, I actually had a coworker who told me once that says that she said, you know, failure is never an option for you, is it? And, you know, that took me by surprise because I never thought about it. And she said that, you know, every time that there's an obstacle, you just find a way to move forward and make it work. So in that sense, yes, I've had people who who I worked with that helped us go through different things. So I'm thinking about a specifically a work situation where we find ways to move forward. But that's that's always been the thing, right? We we have to find a way to move forward. So maybe your office staff. And you, wait for it, are goonies. goonies. Maybe. Maybe you should just put up a sign that says Goonies never say die and make sure the word say is in there <laughs> and put that up on your office. Uh, but it, see, maybe I, you no, should. I would, maybe, I would say put maybe, that up and may, see how many people in your office know the reference. Just mm. as an experiment, I'm curious to see how many people know the reference. And if they don't, then take it down because it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> And and to be honest, I just love this film. It has its flaws. It's not perfect, but I love it. And I watch it. And I could just see me watching it with my nieces and nephews. Granted, not the older ones, because they'd be like, hey, can we really? We're sitting here watching this movie. They'd be in my camp. <laughs> but anyway, no, mm. I, I, I am teasing you because I know that this movie means a lot to you. I think we just need to stop <laughs> That's fine. I just wanted to know if you had any other nostalgic things to say. It's just, I was texting Michelle through the film going, this is still so good. And there were certain moments that I relished watching your face when you had those moments of humor and the LOLs or whatever. You had the same innocent expression I've seen on children's faces when they see it for the first time. Mm. I relished that. I even was texting Michelle going, oh my God, to see the innocence on her face when she's seeing scenes that I know are coming. And she gets that wide-eyed, like, whoa, mm-hmm. moment. And then later I was like, I don't think Sheila's a goonie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, sad face. <laughs> it's okay. I still love you. I still love you too. And you know what? It, we don't always have to agree. No, then- that's what I love. I love that you have a different perspective. I will tease you about not liking this film, but I'm never going to hold it against you that you don't like it. That you don't, I shouldn't say you don't like it because you seem to like it. It's just not as much as I do. Like you wouldn't mm. watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. It just did not hit me the way it did. It hit you. I do not share the same enthusiasm for the movie as you do. Now it is time for our nostalgia versus novelty rating. Drum roll, please. Okay, um, you probably already know I'm going to be the minority in this, um, but my novelty rating is a 2.5. And, you know, there were themes that were good in the movie, like I already said, um, and there are fun and funny moments, but the kids screaming their lines just took me out of it from the very beginning, and I just, I just couldn't get into it. And again, like I said, maybe if I watched it in the 80s, I would have had a different opinion. But that's where, that's where I am. But Sheila, don't you realize 
The next time you'll see the sky, it'll be over another town. The next time you take a test, it'll be in some other school. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for us, but right now they've got to do what's right for them because it's their time. Their time. Up there. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. That's all over the second we ride up on Troy's bucket. Well, it's a good thing I'm no longer in school. My point is... (laughs) Wow! I was being... Wow! I love you, though. My point is, I still feel like it's my time, but it still feels to me so relevant to today. So... For me, the film, it's a, it's a 4.5, very easily for me, because I can watch it again and again and again and again. And yes, I know some aspects are like, okay. But to me, the film has that essence of never giving up, never moving away from your integrity, never giving up what you believe in. And that's totally fine. That is absolutely fine. And I can see where that theme is. To me, it... The delivery has to be there. The, the delivery was not, so the message was lost on me. And that's fine. I will forever wear my shirt that say Goonies Never Say Die. Maybe I'll get that as a tattoo. <laughs> no. What do you mean, ha ha ha, no? Anyway. So that's just going to be our show for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've seen Goonies um, as a kid and you want to see it again, we would love to hear what you think, if it still had that same emotional attachment for you. If you're new and have never seen it, we would love to know if you side with Sheila more so than me. Um, so if you want to do that and leave us a message at speakpipe.com forward slash forever fangirls podcast or on any of our socials, feel free. And as always, if you don't mind liking, rating, and subscribing to our podcast, we would greatly appreciate it. And until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, while Goonies didn't mark the spot for me, Kimmy will always say that they will never say die. Yay! (laughs) So wherever your next adventure takes you, just make sure that you're not lighting a stick of dynamite. (laughs) 